Welcome back to the E6 Podcast from Colonial Church, a place for candid conversations about what our church community is learning, what is going on in the world, how it all applies to our lives as followers of Jesus. Someday I'm just going to try to see how fast I can go through the just, entire just thing, just start and go. <laughs> my name is Brooke, I'm the host, and this is episode number 60, and oh if you gosh. didn't recognize that voice, it's not Lauren. It's not Lauren. Lauren is, no. uh, as, as, as Tanner so put it a moment ago gallivanting around and uh, whatever that actually means yeah. i feel like that means you're on a horse with with like I, armor and i think that's yeah <laughs> like if you look up gallivanting it's probably it is a it is a picture of a knight or something in a horse yeah. i don't know so lauren's out gallivanting around yeah. and uh, i'm sure doing something super spiritual in vegas yeah uh, or wherever he is yeah. um but tanner's here hey, hey Tanner. good to be back yeah, episode 60. Wow. So before we go into anything, yeah. Um it's been a while since you've been here. Mm-hmm. Catch us up. What have you been up to? What has been going on in your life in your ministry before yeah. we uh Yeah, yeah, no, uh I have it's, it's been a little bit since I've been on the podcast, but um I've been uh, actually recently started school. So okay. I am like like your GED or no. like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I am back in college, uh, so that kind of is not back, super fun. Back in college. Yeah, I'm okay. going to a school called Visible Music College. <clears throat> they are based out of Tennessee. I've got some campuses around, okay. one in Chicago, one in Dallas. Um, is it like 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 you're jotting down like the notes? Let's look, it's Visibly Music. Yeah, Visibly Music, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I am getting a creative leadership degree um and kind of pursuing that okay that's going to help with some like music production stuff and um content writing and lots of those things and then also um like how do you lead how do you lead team members Uh people who are not paid okay how you lead them well so i'm doing that and it's taking up so much of my time it's kind of ridiculous um I'm taking 20 hours. That was not a smart thing to do yeah. <laughs> with a full-time job. Uh, we were talking about we were talking about like recording the podcast, and it was like, okay, as long as we can be done by this time, that's right, yeah. And we I, can start early because I have class. We're gonna <laughs> rush off, go. rush off of recording this right to class. <laughs> right. So yeah, might end this by myself as yeah. Tanner runs out of the room <laughs> to. Right. <laughs> we'll just join. The, we'll just have the class. Yeah, join that's right. Us you just put podcast. your headphones on and yeah, you can start. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So I've been doing that, um, and then. Um, working on some house worship night stuff that is coming up. Hmm. Um, we're getting ready to do some of those things. So can we can we spill can we spill the beans on on house worship night? Yeah. Can can you do that? Because I'm supposed to talk about it like this weekend, and I don't know. Yeah. So can you fill me in on yes. what I'm supposed to tell yep, everyone? Totally, totally. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna do a house worship night uh, that is um, coming up for um, Good Friday, and okay. so that's the that's the Friday before Easter. So what is that? The fifteenth? I don't know. I think so. It's the fifteenth. Um, I'm gonna say but like it like, like three like like three days, right? Okay, so yeah. it's a couple days before Easter. Okay. Yeah, and so we're gonna do that. And um, the whole purpose of house worship night is um, to get to get us in um, a little more intimate space. Um, we typically are on a weekend, just kind of gathered in a room, and it's a very our room. Like I said this past Sunday, like our room is just very unfortunately crafted like in my opinion because mm. it's like it's this ele- really high elevated stage 
there's stadium seats. And so you look like it's, it's like you're coming to a show and that's not our heart. Yeah. So the house worship nights, um, is a chance for us to come together, um, share a little bit about what's going on in each other's life, pray for one another. Um, and because, because we can break down some, some walls, break down some barriers in the relationship, um, contact with people, then when we come back to a, to a church on a weekend, you know, we're singing a song, uh, I'll make room for you to do whatever you want to. Um, mm. and you have, you know, maybe this person who's wrestling with, uh, loss of a job or loss of a loved one or something. You've got that in your mind and as you're worshiping and, and it's a connection point that you otherwise wouldn't have had. So. Um, we're doing that, but Good Friday really is a it's a it's a time of lament. Like it's this this is the moment when um, I, I'm not really sure why they call it good. It's a great day. Um, but this is this yeah. is when Jesus went to the cross, and um, and I can imagine being there, and it's like this is it. Like, and now we're done. Like just silence, just yeah. dead. All um, this, that's all, we, all these things that we've been doing these for these last yeah. several years, and, and this is the end. This is it. Oh, it's over now. Okay. And then, and then the days following, where it's just absolute silence, like nothing. Yeah. Um, I think so, about the, I think about the, the confirmation of the, you know, like how many times he said stuff to the disciples and he just went over their heads. Oh, totally. They were just yeah. like, wait, what did he mean You're by gonna that? Die? You're yeah. Gonna die? And then he dies, and uh, they're like, oh, well, but. <laughs> but surely not. No, that's not what yeah. he meant, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, and that's that's where we're staying with 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 the Good Friday house worship night kind of thing. Is we're just going to be swimming in that. Like sometimes it just doesn't feel good, <laughs> and mm. we can't we can't we can't rush ourselves. We can't skip Friday and get straight to Sunday. Um, and I think often we do that in our culture. We we miss we miss the. That we miss the good that can happen in the in the bad, mm-hmm. you know, and that's mm-hmm. I know that's that's really hard to say, but you know, um, sometimes we just want to fast forward through the pain mm-hmm. and get get to the light, and um, it doesn't work that way. Um, so I, that's kind of where we're going with uh, our house worship night, and I, I love them. I love our house worship nights. It's a chance. Um, typically, it's in my home, um, and we have anywhere from 20 to 40 people that kind of show up for that thing. And uh, we do food and, and we, we sing together and we, um, we pray together and we just have a good conversation. And so um, it's, it's more community building than, mm-hmm. than really anything. Um, this time, however, we are going to hold it at Doug Marchand's house. Okay. That was good. That was my next question. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, if we're, if we're inviting people from stage yeah. and telling people, hey, this come to this thing. Yeah, my house is not that house big. house isn't going to work. My house right? is not that big, yeah. So it's at Doug's house. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Um, Doug is uh, one of our elders here, um, and he's got this really cool uh, like gathering place okay. kind of building right. uh, on, on his property at, at his house. And so um, we're going to kind of, we're, when, we, when we really do this, we're going we're gonna to give kind of <laughs> sign-up uh, information mm. and, and things like that, so... Uh, you can sign up. You'll be sent sent the address um, and, and where to meet, and um, that's what we're gonna kind of do. And we're trying it this time. Uh, like I said, normally it's like word of mouth um, and come to this house worship night yeah. in my home. Um, but uh, we really feel like it's time for us collectively as a church to have some have some extended time of worship, Un- a little unlike what we did yesterday, um, but. Uh, it's just a, it's a chance for us to be a little more real with one another. Um, 
and to get uh, get to know each other. It, it really helps develop community. And I think if you ask anybody who's gone to one of these things, they, um, they enjoy it for that for that purpose, sharing food together. I mean, like you put food in front of in front of somebody. I mean, they're gonna eat. They're gonna, gonna eat it. They're gonna have a conversation. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's kind of the goal with it. So yeah. Okay. So that's coming up. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. That's, that's different than something we haven't done in a long time. Yeah, actually. we're shooting for doing these once a quarter okay. um, this year. Um, and they'll look different. Um, we may host some here at the church building. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may do some more like um, in, our, in homes. Um, we're, we're talking about, we're talking to Redeemer Church in town right now about maybe partnering with them and and hosting one, maybe at Collective Coffee, um, something like that, to where it's going to be an event like that. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what we're okay shooting for. How's the uh, how's the fam? Oh, kids man. are growing. Yeah, kids are growing. Um, you know, I, I was just telling El- telling Shelby yesterday that Ella is our um, she's our six year old, and she is a perfectionist, like mm. everything, and so she gets very angry very quickly <laughs> when things are not perfect. She gets very sad very quickly when things mm. are not perfect. I'm not sure. I mean, she's overall pretty happy as long as things are going her way. As long as things are perfect. She's great. Yeah, and she's great. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of Ella. Easton uh, is about to be five. He just started T-ball. T-ball. So we are now, I guess we're, we're T-ball family. Okay, so we missed out on the T-ball because Kendrick was going to play. Right. And they had one practice. And then the world shut down for COVID. Oof. And so we had to like sell his cleats and we <laughs> like, watched all it, his, yeah. his pants and <laughs> yeah. his belt and all this stuff. Like it was like, well, that yeah. was fun. Well, that, that was great. We yeah. haven't made it back. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we, we just started. We've had two practices. Okay. Uh, we, have a, we have a game this Saturday. Nice. So we're excited about that. He's, he's on the team called the Rattlers. The Rattlers. Yeah. That and so he walks around going, for snakes. <laughs> nice. So that's, that's awesome. Good. I'm like, all right, we got that. We got yeah. that, uh, that we, team yeah, loyalty yeah, yeah. going now. We had the, we had the Cobras yeah, oh, for yeah. soccer. That's so awesome. we, we did that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're doing that. Um, that's uh, Sundays are a really long day because we do church, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we do t-ball practice. Nice. So we are out all all day long. Yeah. Um but we're having fun doing that. Ella's playing tennis, but it's not really a team sport. So um she, mostly it's just lessons right now cuz yeah. she she got you got to be at least somewhat good before you can go <laughs> enter in a tennis tournament. Easton is just running around and um there was a little boy at, <laughs> at practice yesterday who um I'm I'm kind of helping out mm-hmm. uh, the head coach there. And he turns around. I'm out in the outfield. I'm trying to help him. Like, okay, when the ball comes to you, don't yeah. let it get past you. Yeah. Right? The ball comes straight to this little kid that's in front of me, and it goes right past him. I'm like, dude, come on. He goes, coach, coach, coach. I'm like, what? He goes, um, I have a moth. I'm like, what do you mean you have a moth? Like at home? No. He pulls a moth out of his pocket. I'm like, buddy. <laughs> Come on, man. We're playing t-ball here. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. How did you do that? No, so, you know. I'm not even um, mad. That's amazing. So that's what we're doing. And then Emerson. So I would say Ella Ella's our perfectionist. Easton is our, like, really emotional guy. Okay. Um, he feels everything, which is me a hmm. hundred times over. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I'm paying for it. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, is that is that? Oh. Uh, are you are you reaping what you sow? Oh, on the other totally, end of this? totally, totally. <laughs> I'm like, I am so sorry. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm apologizing to my entire family, you know, <laughs> aunts, uncles, cousins, <laughs> distant, distant relatives, all of them. They get yes. an apology. Um, and then uh, Emerson is, uh, he's just about he's almost 18 months now. Yeah. Uh, and he is just wild. I mean, he's our, he's our like defiant. Uh, you said no. Rules and I'm don't gonna apply. Smile at you while I'm doing this yeah. thing. Watch me keep going. Yeah. yeah. Um, rules don't <laughs> apply. He gets really angry. Uh, he'll throw stuff down. Yeah. So life is great. Life is yeah. busy. Um, Shelby's enjoying her job. Works for Shepherd Elementary. It's great. And so yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for that. So, I had this. Um, I had this. You know, podcast planned out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and all that. That's just what I do kind of over the weekend and, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll sit in with like the second service or something. I'm like, all right, what are we going to talk about? And, you know, so I had all this stuff planned and, and, uh, and then, and then Lauren bailed on me. And, and so like, I don't get to talk about St. Peter's basketball team and that they were a 15 seed and they made it to the sweet 16 and that that's crazy. And now they're out and no one yes, cares. Like, cause good luck. Cause yeah, I don't know. I know. I was like, eh, that doesn't matter. And then, <clears> and then, <throat> and then, so today, today is Monday. It's Monday morning. Yeah. And then, uh, last night happened. Oh, and, uh, so I'm so glad you so wanted to talk about this because <laughs> I was like, how do we not? So my, my wife is, uh, I'll, I'll throw her under the bus. I yeah. guess my, my wife is the, the award show, uh, fan and I, you know, I enjoy it, but if it was on and I missed it, then it's like, Oh, okay, whatever. Did anything happen? Did I did something? Did, did a, a movie that I liked win right, or right, what? Right. It's usually like the power of the dog. I'm like, great. I don't, I don't know, know what, what that, that is. is. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Uh, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, or something. I was like, did what? anybody see this? Yeah, like, dude, I don't. Who watched this? Who wins? How do you win this <laughs> when it's like, I was bored, so I quit. And maybe that's just like my taste in movies is terrible because I'm like, if it's like somewhere between like a twenty to sixty of Rotten Tomatoes, I was probably like. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It was yeah. it's okay. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Those don't win mm-hmm. um, ever. So, uh, so again, you know, Oscars is not not like movies is not necessarily something we talk about. But um, you know, without the movies coming, yeah, it's always interesting. You know, we've spent some time some in the time, last yeah, couple yeah. of we're months. a little more aware now, yeah. right? You know, paying attention to the movies and stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then last night happened. Ugh. And so, if you don't watch the Oscars. Um, you don't necessarily have to go like look this up, but if you're if you're curious, you it was, should. It was a um, it was an eventful night. Um, oh my gosh, <laughs> and awkward. Oh my gosh, and so and so you know sometimes like and they always poke fun at each other and they make jokes and yeah everything. the host and all that yeah, yeah yeah and so but there was just multiple times that it was like oh that joke didn't land uh-huh. like people were not ready to laugh about that or or whatever and then. And then Chris Rock, who is known for his, you know, yep. comedic timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I would not say he's. I would well not last say night. that was a win last uh-huh. night. He uh, he makes a joke about um, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife, and uh, makes about a joke about her hair. And uh, apparently, she is dealing um, publicly with alopecia, meaning she's losing her hair. And um, I I know that. Uh, so so when my when my son was a baby, like. Like in that kind of like six months to two year range, he was just losing chunks of hair. Like yeah. all, I mean, it was just like huge chunks of hair were just gone. Like yeah. it was just like random bald spots. And so we ultimately just had to cut his hair super short because guy just, it just looked ridiculous. And, yeah. and so I can only imagine being a, you know, mid fifties, 
Um, I'm not sure how old Jada is, but losing your hair that late, in, you know, at that point in life, and and in a in a a show business uh, yeah, world where, where she matters, lives, yeah. and appearance appearance is a big deal, yeah. and so she's losing losing her hair, and so that's the the backstory. <laughs> and then Chris Rock um, decides to poke fun at her for having a shaved head, and and um, and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah, he's he's like. Um what do you say? G.I. Jane. Yeah. Her, her, her upcoming role in G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so referencing back to a, like a nineties movie <laughs> yes. when, um, um, what was her name? Demi Moore. Is that who it was? Maybe. Yeah. I think it was Demi Moore was in the movie and she had a shaved head cause uh-huh. she's in the military or whatever. Right. 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 And so, so basically just poking fun. Well, Will Smith does not take, he does that not like lightly. that. Um, and so he, uh, uh, it's, it's it's like I, I don't know. It's, it's I, like a weird moment because well, he laughs. It shows, he him, shows him laughing, yeah. and then it's like calm, and, and you then all see, of a sudden, and you can see Jada's face like she was like, "That's not cool." Yeah, immediately, immediately, she did not like the joke, but he kind of laughed for a second, uh, right? And then the and then the camera pans off of him, goes back to Chris Rock, right? And all you hear is Chris Rock going, "Uh oh, oh," and then all of a sudden, Will kind of appears on stage, on stage, and walks up to him, pauses for a second. And then just smacks him across the face, dude. Oh like God. hard. Like just slaps him. Just just straight up slaps him. Turns, turns around off, and walks, walks off. Walks off. And all I could see was like, I, I, you know, all of his different roles. Like I've, I've always loved Will Smith. And so yes. all of the, the movies that he's made, like he's got that little swagger uh-huh. in that face as he's walking off. And I was like, okay. And that right there, I was like, was that? Was that planned? Was that planned? Was, was that, that like a joke? It was a joke, right? And, and then, no. And then he says, and it doesn't end. And it so doesn't it just continues, and my favorite was uh, was Lupita sitting right behind Will Smith, and her face, <laughs> and that like like seeing her face. Yes. Then I was like, oh wait, oh wait, oh, that this was is, not. This yeah. is not scripted. This He's is not a real thing. Super angry, and yeah. so I immediately jumped over to Twitter because I was like, now I have to scroll through the Twitter feed, right, 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 and watch all this. And so they start showing, and so then then on the on the what was it ABC? I think ABC's. Um, broadcast like everything is silent like they've they have censored out anything that's happening right now and we can't tell and so it's just quiet and so i'm scrolling through facebook or through uh through twitter and and there's people from like australia and china and uh-huh. uh and uh in japan like posting videos of their broadcast they can hear did it. not have this they can hear it all yeah and will did not take that lightly no he and, did not uh he is yelling at him and chris rock is like did not know what to do, and then uh, absolutely, <laughs> just, it just kept going. So it was just like this is the craziest thing, you know. It was like people are. Uh, I was laughing because because uh, with Lupita sitting right behind him, yeah, and it was like Lupita has now been a part of two of the biggest like Oscar night photos ever, yeah. and it was like her picture right behind Will Smith with like her like uh. terrified <laughs> yeah. shock face, and then and then the the picture that that was like Ellen and Bradley Cooper and yeah. like everybody taking the selfie like you know I don't remember how many years ago now but uh-huh. it's just just like what in the world what is going on well and so okay let me let me ask you so yes. this has kind of been going around in my mind one we we know that the show business like they this is what happens like it just it just it, like every everything is up for grabs everything is uh, everything is a jab you're living all of your life very out in the publicly. open very publicly like that's what it's designed to do yeah and you have to take some hits in that. Um, and I think we forget. Apparently sometimes. physically. Apparently physically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I think sometimes we forget they're people, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there's two sides of the argument. One is it's show business. It was not a personal jab. It was meant to be a joke playing off of a reality because that's what, that's what comedians do. Mm. Then there's this other side of, uh, I came across somebody post something about it and go and was like, we've lost the ability to, um, be men and will has regained hmm. what it means to be a man and to fight for your family. And I was like, this could go like south hmm. <laughs> in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Like that's some those are some strong kind of statements. Yeah. Especially in our social climate right now. Yeah. So I it just made it I, I wonder, like, you know, everybody's going, Well, whose side are you on? You know, I'm yeah. like, I don't have a side, uh. but like I mean, it's 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 interesting because you're right. I think it's like it's it's um, I, I like again as as a Will Smith fan and always have been mm-hmm. like to see him finally win an Oscar and yeah. it's completely overshadowed by his actions from earlier in the evening and um, you know I I appreciated his uh, his raw. Um, just the fact that he had the opportunity to speak at the end because he won. Right. right? Uh, otherwise, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And then, but to, to see him get up and, and obviously be, be full of emotion as he's dealing with all of that in the moment. Um, well, uh, and he, he, he's talking about how, you know, there's, there's, there's a glimpse of like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, Um, absolutely. You know, I mean, he apologized, he apologizes, hopes the Academy has him back, (laughs) not to Chris Rock at all, but, to the academy and to the people watching and to the uh, Richards family, uh, to yeah. the Williams family, yeah. um, because that's the movie he he won for. So yeah, so it's it's interesting just because it's like okay, so we have these two sides of it. It's like okay, for one on one side, there's the argument of he's protecting his family right. and um, probably uh, could have done that in a different way, Probably. but he, you know, as he said, a fierce protector of, of my family and obviously, you know, playing into the role that he played with, uh, at playing, playing Richard. Yeah. He said, he's, um, what he said, he said, uh, I look like crazy dad, as they yeah, said, you know, <laughs> like, you know, but so, so playing into that same role of who he played in that movie mm-hmm. that as the, as the, as Serena and, and Venus's uh, dad mm-hmm. and pushing and driving them, but protecting them in, in the ways that they, that, that he does. And, um, and so it's, it's like, I can understand that side. Like I can understand that. And then there's the other side that's like, but dude, you just walked on stage and slapped someone. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's not how we do things. No, that's not how you handle. Like, this stuff, isn't yeah. how you're supposed to handle right. things. And so it's like, I get it. But, but also, as you said, like, this is kind of what we do. Yeah. It's, it's, the the point is we make fun of each other and you know they make jokes out of people's lives and yep. and maybe that's part of the problem maybe that is part know? of the problem but you're right i mean it's it's a it's a show business thing where we live out in uh it, it, we i say we i don't um, i don't yeah yeah <laughs> they yeah, I don't, they I don't you know to, i don't like, have that problem <laughs> if your face can be on a magazine next mm-hmm. to a checkout stand and it's you <laughs> getting groceries and telling the world they get groceries just like us mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. that's a different level than what right. i live in totally um, but yeah it's like how, how, you know holding this like dude i i get it i don't i mean i kind of do get it but also at the same time i'm like i mean wow like that is I, a that was a big statement. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so I, it's gonna be interesting to see how this kind of like 
fleshes out. You yeah. Know? So I guess just the, it was just interesting to see all of that, you know, in real time, as mm-hmm. real as it is on on live television. But, yeah. You know, see it all in real time, and all of the Twitter feeds like freaking out like wait was that real was that a yeah. thing was that that was uh-huh. no that was real and then to get all the other videos from start other see, countries yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff but just like i mean <laughs> it's hard it's like it's like what do you do with that obviously you can't it's like i can't like say yeah he handled that well i don't mm. think he handled it well at all i don't think he did i also totally understand yeah, i understand yeah, i'm like yeah. Whew, yeah that was um that was an Oscars to remember. Yeah, what uh, Chris Rock was like, he, he said uh, uh, after it happened, he's like, "Well, uh, best night of television. This is the right most here. exciting night. <laughs> wow." So yeah. okay, enough of that. Um, that was that was insane. Um, at the movies is coming up. So yeah. Speaking of all of these movies mm-hmm. and dealing with this, so uh, I'm going to be vague and. Um, and still give hints at the same time, okay. right? So we have we have our movies picked out. Yep. We have not done all of the work on them. We're still in the middle of a lot of this stuff. Yep. But that being said, one of our movies um, was very prominent last night, and and, and, then, and I would say four of our movies yeah. were, were at least nominated. Yes. And so, good luck. Now you have to go watch Power of the Dog and see if that's and what see we're talking if that's about. The one, yeah. What, <laughs> what other? <laughs> it could know. be. It could be. So. I mean, our our movies. I feel like we did a we did a pretty good job. That at least you know. I'm excited about our movies this year. Nominated for best costume design of animals and <laughs> <laughs> whatever they they may have been nominated for. Yeah. Uh, so at the movies is coming up. Yep. We have it planned for uh, for July this year. Coming back to at the movies that we didn't get to do the last couple of years, and at least in the same way that we've done it before. Yeah. What are you excited about when it comes to at the movies, and um, yeah, I, all dude, this, I, all this work that it takes, and, and it's all a that. lot of work. It's it a is. lot of work, um, and it's going to take a lot of people, like you know. Um, but I, I just at the movies brings such a different atmosphere. Um, what I, what I, what I really enjoy about it is, I, I enjoy our build. Um, okay. I, I do, I do enjoy. Um, even as I hesitate saying this. <laughs> I do truly enjoy our build week um, because we get to interact with different people sure. in a whole in, in a whole new way, um, and you get to tap into um, the abilities that our people have. Um, so that's that's really cool. Creativity is kind of running running rampant in it during it, and um, um, it's cool to see uh, people using their gifts um, and abilities that way. But more than anything, I think I just love. I love the atmosphere of our room. Um, I would say it's the one series our room is set up really well for. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, stadium seating. Stadium seating, big screens, you yeah. know, great sound system. Um, and I just really, I enjoy like seeing families with popcorn in their hands mm. and we're at church right now. You know, yeah. I just, I just, I, I love that. I love that feel. I love that, that texture um, uh, of what we do. And so, um, and it breaks up some of the monotony um, and and our expectation about what church should or shouldn't be. Um, so I, I really love like that kind of vibe that we're gonna have again. Yeah. I miss it. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had that, and I, I miss it. So, uh, to whatever degree people are around for it or or make it a, a priority mm-hmm. for this for this summer to be here, like 
I'm excited um, for for the month of July and yeah and, and how how that just shif- shifts like what we do. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really enjoy the, uh, the the storytelling aspect of it, where it's it's just you know as as we always talk about you know Jesus used his stories. Yeah, you know uh, he told stories, he equated things for people through stories. Yep. You know it was like helping people understand the difficult topics and the difficult things that, that you know, the, the things that were just like blowing their minds. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you about a sheep. All right. Yes. You know, sheep. Okay. Let me tell you let about a dude about... that got beat up on the side of the road. Okay. Let me tell you about, yeah. you know, it's like, it's yep. like story time with Jesus. You know, yep. it's like, okay. Yep. Ooh, 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 one more. This, yes. What's, what's the well, story going to be? We, we, in our society, we make decisions based on the stories that we, we consume. You know, yeah. we do, we, we live our lives by them. Um, and Jesus knew that he knew like, even back in his to his time, like um, we we responded well to stories. I think that's why he used that. Um, and so I I can it's, it's just an association of that mm-hmm. uh, in our t- in, in our time um, of evoking like this spiritual truth and yeah. um, raising our spiritual awareness through these stories. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, and so, uh, that's that's what I enjoy about about it is is just getting to you know dig through these stories and say, okay, okay, what is, what are we, what are we going for here? Like, what's the story that we're telling? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously someone has already told this and way better than I ever could sure. because they made money doing it and got paid for it. And, <laughs> and, you know, if we picked it, hopefully it's a good movie. And, but you know, it's just, it's just, it's just fun. It's different. It's a different level of engagement, involvement, yeah. at least from us, you know, even, uh, absolutely. even, even the way know, we, in the way we, that we as a staff or, a leadership team interact with it. Um, uh, the thing that I think is most intriguing about using movies to illustrate truth is the world would have us believe that these truths are not a thread in in our in the way that we live our life. Like that, that this doesn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. Like these these things. And so, you know, we 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 gravitate towards movie, whether it's good, whether it's not, all those things. But at the end of the day, it's all about like what truths do we see in scripture and these movies um help us illustrate that. Yeah. Um so you start with scripture, you start with truth, you start with the Bible. Um and then these movies become tools that help help illustrate what we see mm. in in scripture. And uh it's just interesting uh, how much truth is ingrained in our in our daily life, in our social climate, in our world that we don't even recognize. Mm-hmm. So, it may it's even it's even an opportunity to to have our eyes opened to the things that we consume and do on a regular basis. We may not think have any resonance with our spiritual walk, but it does. You can't separate those two. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean, it's just. It's it's funny. It's, it's, it makes you, at least at least on the on the work side of it, like doing like digging through these movies. It makes me watch movies differently. You know, like I don't watch movies. Oh, hundred percent. There, there yeah. are times. Don't get me wrong. There are plenty of times. We you just know, shut off like, and you just watch a movie. Yeah. I'm watching Spider Man, so yes. I'm watching this to just to just to, to sit here and, and enjoy. And soak up Spider Man. I don't yeah. care how, you know impractical or impossible <laughs> this theory is yeah it's just here to entertain me and it's fun and then there's other ones that's like 
Hmm. Yeah. I'm taking notes now. Taking I notes. Wasn't, and wasn't all of a sudden be it becomes a file in, in the computer. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm thinking ahead. All right. Yeah. So, so at the movies is coming. That's exciting. So let's go back to, let's go back to Sunday. And so yeah. Sunday was a, another one of those different type of things that kind of breaks our, our flow of what we normally do. Yeah. Um, for anybody that that missed it, it's uh, it's something that we at least internally call an up experience, referring back to a series that we did several years ago, which was like the the, the rhythm of Jesus, where he he um, uh, he had a rhythm of going up to God, he had yep. a rhythm of, um, of 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 prayer, and, you know, like an like an in type rhythm, and then an out rhythm to you know to the people and yeah. to the, the 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 world around him. So right. up in and out, and so we we we've talked about that and. Um, great series to go back to and 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 read again, and so we've just kind of brought those into, and so w- at least internally, like I said, we we would refer to things like um, our Thanksgiving Sunday, where it's like we, right. we come together and then we leave when we go. That's kind of like an out an out experience, out experience for um, us. Yeah, something that we're going to talk about this weekend. Um, we have another out experience coming that is a serve day that's that's yep. coming up. So uh, those kinds of things. So we've done in ones where we kind of broke into groups and we prayed together and. Uh, and, and so this was an up experience. So give me some give me some background. Like, why do we do that in the first place? Before we even get to Sunday and, sure, sure, and sure. what you were talking about and all that kind of stuff. Like, why do we even do something different like this? Yeah. So um, I think um, I think it's important that um, we when we are patterning our life, um, what we're trying to. F- okay, let me say it this way: when you become a follower of Jesus, there's expectations that you. Um, God meets you where you are, but he takes you from where you are to where you need to be. So there's an assumption, there's an expectation, so to speak, that that there's a progression in your life, that there, there will be change in your life. So as we do that, um, as we do that, we have to look at how did Jesus live his life? And then we begin to imitate those different things because discipleship often starts with imitation. Um, you think of like a mentor that you have, um, you start, you start mimicking some of the things that they did and that's where it kind of all begins. And so, um, for us to, for us to have different rhythms within our church to where we have those that up in and out expression, um, is very crucial. It's, it's, it's vital to who we are, as followers of Jesus, um, if we just have opportunities to come and, you know, there's a there's a bite-sized piece of worship um, that happens. There's, uh, well, I, I'll say that as the worship pastor, and I'm correcting myself because like, all of it is worship. I was going to say. <laughs> um, we have a bite-sized portion of music that, yeah. that overall we assume or we attribute to worship. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the full expression of it. But we have music, and then we have uh, some information time. Then we have some uh, some scripture time and some prayer. Uh, we have all those things. The up, in, and out expression is is there in any given weekend for Colonial. But um, I think it's important to take intentional time to lean into one of these practices or one of these patterns that we see Jesus living his life out in. Uh, it's important for us to have those intentional times. So for us to be very focused or intentional um, in an out, in an out expression, uh, how are we 
thinking outside of ourselves, thinking about others? How are we serving others? How are we being the hands and feet of Jesus in the communities that we live? Uh, the Thanksgiving uh, giveaway is one of those things that we do, uh, a serve experience that's coming up. Those those are the different things that we're all we're trying to do. These, this is not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. So these are not like I would I would re- really encourage us to think that um, we don't wait on these things to happen. This is a model, like this is a model. This is an example yeah. of something that can be done, uh, and it's meant to encourage. It's meant to encourage these types of rhythms in our own life. That we're not waiting on you know, uh, the organization, so to speak, yeah. that is the church. Mm-hmm. We are, we're going, oh, that's what it could look like. Right. Um, now how am I going to do that in my personal life? Yeah. Instead of waiting on the group of the church people to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's, this is like, this is why some of these rhythms and patterns are important for us in our life. Um, no matter whether it's up, whether it's in, whether it's out, um, this is why we kind of try to take intentional time to do this. Uh, it's probably easier to associate, um, the up experience with something that we do. It's a little bit easier to associate the out experience with something that we do. We may miss if we're not careful, we might miss like, well, where is the in kind of expression? Mm. Well, we have that coming up actually this Saturday, uh, this Saturday we have a, our first ever leadership community event, Mm. um, where this is spiritual family. These are people who have said, yeah, I want to be, I want to be a part. I want to, I want to help come on, come alongside what God's doing in our community. And it's either in a serving team in a leadership capacity. This is one of those in expressions where we're pouring into the people that God has specifically brought us, um, to mentor, to disciple, to apprentice, mm-hmm. all these different things. So, so we see that kind of in Jesus, um, along the way. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of why, that's kind of why these, uh, these rhythms are important for us uh, as a church, for sure, but even more important as followers of Jesus. How are we, when we see these examples given to us, how are we internalizing that and then putting that into action in our own personal life? Yeah. Okay, so so yesterday, uh, Sunday, <laughs> was was quite a day, at least quite behind a day. the scenes. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, I started getting messages uh while while you guys Frantic are just messages. running through things i'm getting messages like mm-hmm. freaking out because for whatever reason technology always provides uh job security to technology people <laughs> that's right I don't, yeah. I don't know what it is uh ron likes to say that uh i break things so that i have job security you know <laughs> and it's like well, there's always something else for me to have to go do uh-huh. so i missed most of yesterday yeah. scrambling to try to make things happen yeah. and even was like by the time i had a chance to breathe it was like mid second service yeah. and so i missed a whole lot so so what was uh so so we had an up experience yesterday yeah what did i miss okay all right so uh, first i have to say <laughs> our team our worship production our worship musicians uh, our worship team in in general they were incredible yesterday. Number one, we've been planning this for a little while. Um, we had eight songs planned. We changed that Sunday morning during our run through to six songs. We found out that pro presenter wasn't working and that uh, we couldn't get, which is how we put the lyrics, which is on how the we put the lyrics on the screen. We found out all these different things are not working the way that we normally would. And so all of our plan just, 
came crashing down <laughs> Sunday morning. I'm on stage as the worship leader in that moment um, and am trying to lead our... We've got six songs to get through. And yeah. six songs, it's, it's 45 to 50 minutes of music if we just go song, 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 song. Right. So I can't stop doing that to go try and troubleshoot a technical issue, whatever. So <laughs> our, I, I'll say all this to say our team at Colonial is amazing. They're outstanding. They... They handle things with they handle this kind of pressure with grace, with humility, with with dignity, and they they ask how can we how can we help how can we and they they just start trying to to make some things happen and so I have to say huge huge thank you mm. to that team um, and then also uh, it's not your job anymore Brooke to do that <laughs> yet when something like this happens, you show up and it's a big deal. It, there's a sigh of relief for my entire team <laughs> when Brooke James walks into the room. That's funny. So thank you for putting aside anything that you had going on yesterday to be able to do that. Um, and uh, most of our people have no idea. They have no idea that this kind of stuff is happening. So that's a testament to our team uh, to, to make sure that things are happening. Yesterday, we, we spent extended time on, on the idea of this up rhythm that we see Jesus kind of have. And I would say there's a, uh, there's a passage of scripture, Mark nine, the whole chapter there, um, that illustrates, you actually see all three aspects of the ways that Jesus lived his life. Um, this up in and out pattern, you actually see all three of those present in Mark nine. We chose yesterday to focus solely on the up kind of expression of this, um, and I kind of like, um, I put it out there that, um, the most important relationship Jesus had was with God. Um, we, we learn a whole lot about, um, how he spent time with his disciples, how he was calling people into himself and, and, uh, raising them up and being intentional with them. And then we learn a lot about like the miracles that he performed and the things that he did to bless the people that he came in contact with. Um, and sometimes we forget those moments where very clearly in scripture, we see Jesus went away and spent time with God and mm -hmm. with God alone. And, uh, I think it's like all, everything that we do as followers of Jesus, um, has to begin with a love of God first, a love of spending time with God. And in our worship school, we talk about, um, we talk about how, Spending time in prayer with God should look a lot less like um, a, I don't know, a, uh, a transactional piece or a mm -hmm. list of things that we need to discuss with God, mm -hmm. you know, this one-sided transaction. And it should look more like the times when my wife and I just kind of lose ourselves in conversation. We forget what time it is or we stay up a little too late because we're talking to each other or... Yeah. Um, that's what it should look like. And so um, that's kind of where we try. We tried to give opportunity yesterday, whether we did a great job, whether we didn't. Um, the, the, the goal was how do we model for our church people? Um, this is what it could look like in your life. Mm -hmm. You don't, it doesn't have to be full of songs. It mm -hmm. doesn't have to be full of any of those different things. These are just elements that we brought to the table when we considered what would it look like to spend an extended time just hearing from God and, and receiving from God. So I started with, 
to be a disciple means that we're learning to be like Jesus. So the first, from the moment you say, I, I, I want you in my life, Jesus, like, come into my life, fill me with your spirit, make me new, you are saying, I want to be your disciple. But to be a disciple means that we're growing, um, it, it means that we're learning to be like Jesus. We're, we're looking, because he's our, he's our guide, right? Um, he's the sinless, perfect one. And that means that we're growing his character while we're learning to see and do what he would do. So I love that, like, um, in our discussion guide kind of that went out yesterday, um, it's included in there that we only, it's not that we just see what he does, but it's that we do the things that we see him doing. And so we increasingly pattern our life after the life of Jesus. And, uh, Again, I mentioned Mark 9, but when we examine the life of Jesus in the Gospels, um, we see this, this rhythm all throughout the Gospels of Jesus spending uh, very intentional time with God, um, with yes, with his disciples, yes, with the world that is needing his hope, needing him to come through. But we see him spending a lot of very intentional time solely with God and with God alone. Mm. And the first part of Mark 9, uh, Mark 9, uh, verse 2 says, Six days later, Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain to be alone. And as the men watched, Jesus' appearance was transformed. His clothes became dazzling white, far whiter than any earthly bleach could make them. Then Elijah and Moses appeared and began talking with Jesus. Um, this is this is an illustration of like him him getting away from the things that he was doing. This is the middle of his, mm-hmm. of his ministry. Mm-hmm. He's getting away from the things he's doing. He's going, he goes up a mountain and he's spending time. And Luke six verse 12, um, we see it, he gets away and goes up in the hills by himself. And it says he was there until sun and, and uh, till the sun went down and spent the night. And it's like, he's there with God. Um, it's this idea that like our time, our intentional time with only God and hearing from God, everything that we do begins and ends with that. So yesterday, what we did was it was different. We had three songs up top that we did, and I kind of gave this um, overview a little bit before we got started um, of why this is important, what we're trying to do, what we're trying to accomplish. Um, and we ask the question, God, what do you want to do? What do you want to say to me today? And then what do you want me to do with what you say? And um, this is a radical minimum for so us as a church. That sounds very familiar. Yeah. This is a radical. you steal that from somewhere? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> this is a radical minimum for our church. This is one of the things that we believe that if we're true followers of Jesus, we begin every single day asking God the, the simple question, what do you want to say to me today? And then, just like we talked about, we learn we see what Jesus did, and then we do what Jesus did. What do you want me to say to me today, and what do you want me to do with what you say? There's an action that follows that. And so we asked that question. And then we sang, we sang uh, you know, Great Are You, Lord, which is uh, it's all about attributes of God. Who mm. is God? And we're reminding ourselves, we're fixing our eyes on that God is good. He is great. He, 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 um, he is over all things. Uh, and we kind of progress through those songs and the themes in those songs until we got to a song called Make Room, where it was a little more introspective. Um, we're doing a whole lot less talking about who God is in this in the song lyrics. And in that particular song, we're going, 
what okay what are we going to do now that we now that we've proclaimed who God is right. now that we have this we're refocused on this right. idea are we going to are we going to let God do what he needs to do in us and are we going to let him do his work today and so we kind of led into that song directly after that we gave some time just for prayer and it was just open space i didn't give any real prayer prompts or anything like that. I, I kind of shared a couple of times, like maybe for a husband, uh, it's you've never prayed with your spouse. Mm. Um, maybe you've prayed for your spouse, but they didn't know it. Yeah. You know, um, maybe you need to grab your wife and you need to pray over her right now out loud. You know, she needs to see that and you need to do that. Um, so I gave some of those kind of examples, but really we just gave people space to, just hear from God. Like, what is it you're trying to say to me and not fill the, the space with all of our thoughts and the actions and the things that we think we've got to be doing and just sit and rest. And for some people yesterday was a time to just sit at the feet of God and just rest. Um, we had initially planned to do a song called lean back. Um, and a lyric in there is, I will lean back in the loving arms of a beautiful father. Mm-hmm. It's like, how many times do we think of prayer with prayer to God, like as just leaning back in his arms and just sitting with him, yeah. letting him hold us like that's, this is important because this is what drives how we interact and how we move through our lives. So that's kind of what we, <clears throat> that's kind of what we highlighted. And I, we, um, we shared this. A disciple is who Jesus would be if he were you. This is um, a quote by Dallas Willard, um, who was an American philosopher and who wrote on spiritual formation. And he said that a uh, disciple is who Jesus would be if he were you. So this is like, this is the idea of transforming, like letting the patterns and rhythms of Jesus and hearing from God, his prompting, the Holy Spirit coming comes into play in all of this. Um letting him letting those things change us from the inside out so that so that we become more like Jesus um this is why this is important so i just asked everybody to just be open yesterday and to have their hearts open have their minds open to let the holy spirit move them out of um maybe their comfort zone mm. uh because if we get outside of our comfort zone that's where true trust kind of comes into play uh, it's very easy for us to trust God if we are in our safe zone. Yeah. But if we're outside of our safe zone, uh, that's when we find out how much trust we actually have. And so I was just very bold with our people yesterday. We're going to try and be very, I had to be faithful in that the things that we planned would go, would, would go well, even (laughs) in the, in the light of a whole lot of things not going the right way. Knowing. Yeah. Um, so I, we kind of had to just take a risk with our people and hopefully it paid off. I think I got some good feedback about how the day was yesterday and, and that, that means a lot, but I really hope that I really hope that our people, everybody who was there recognizes that this is a, this is a a lifestyle. This is a pattern we are trying to live out. Mm. I am trying to live out. And all I was doing yesterday, all our team was doing yesterday is offering up. This is what God's teaching us. And we're trying to do this collectively together as a family. Mm-hmm. I don't want to show you this. I don't want to teach you these things because I'm any greater. I'm just trying to offer up what the Holy Spirit's prompting me to do and what he's leading us to do. And uh, I think that uh, uh, Pastor Jordan 
uh, wrote uh, a couple of questions kind of following. I sent him some stuff uh, kind of ahead of time. This is the theme. This is what we want to talk about. Here's some scriptures that we want to focus with. And he kind of wrote some questions following that and sent them out as discussion and our discussion guide to all of our groups and anybody who has the app. <clears throat> and I love some of the questions that you put on here. He said, let's ask ourselves, if busyness is the enemy of intimacy, what am I doing that is stealing time away from my own pursuit of God? And I'm like, mm. that's such a big question mm-hmm. because we just fill it up. And like I said yesterday, I think that oftentimes God is the guy in the room who's trying to, hey, can I, if I could just have a moment, could I just... Uh, and you're worrying about this thing and, mm-hmm. and you're, you're stressing about that and you've got a lot of anxiety with this. And, and it's like, he's like, I could answer all of that <laughs> if you would just sit with me for a second, you know? Um, so I love that question. If busyness is the intimacy or is the enemy of intimacy, what am I doing that is stealing time away from my own pursuit of God? I think it's an important question that we as a group, as a, as a church need to be asking. Again, and he kind of asks another question is silence and solitude. Um, is a dangerous place for us to go if we do not want to change. Why am I so afraid to go there? Mm. Why? And, and that's a that's a puzzling question because we are maybe we won't admit it, but we are afraid of that silence. We mm-hmm. are afraid of that that solitude because we will fill ultimately if we have nothing else going on, we're going to fill it with something. Mm-hmm. We're going to fill that time with something. We cannot handle yeah, silence. Right. We just can't. It's scary for us. But this is the place in which God is speaking. He's not going to be the loud billboard. Like He's just not. He's not interested in screaming louder than all the other things that are screaming for your attention. Yeah. God's going to simply wait, and he's just going to, he's going to be available hmm. when you will silence those things. Yeah. And we don't like that. We, we don't like it. that change. Nobody, nobody likes being confronted with information or, or something <laughs> that says, yeah. by the way, the things that you thought, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not accurate. That's not right. Yeah, let me, let me help you with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's scary because, and, and I'll be honest, we think some, sometimes we think that that's what's going to happen every time, that we're going to be corrected. <laughs> but sometimes he's just simply wanting to remind us, hey, I'm good. Yeah. You know? Right. Like I am, I'm where rest is found. Mm-hmm. I'm where peace is found. In the middle of if your restlessness, in the middle of your anxiety and fear, I'm where peace is found. Yeah, I'm where hope is found. And that's sometimes that's all he wants to offer us. Yeah, because it changes how we live our daily life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and then again, uh, Jordan added uh, our main questions for the day, which was, God, what do you want to say to me today? Mm-hmm. And then. God, what do you want me to do with what you say? And I think we've got to we've got to wrestle with this. We've got to internalize this. This needs to be, and I'll say that very authoritatively as as I can, like because um, I need it in my own life. Yeah, I've got to be every day beginning with, okay, God, good morning. Thank you for sustaining me through the night. Um, what is it you have for me today? What do you want to say before I fill up my time? Before I get busy? Yeah. Before my thoughts run crazy, what is it you want to say? And then how do you want me to go about my day because mm-hmm. of it? Um, and so that's all we tried to do yesterday is just give extended time of worship and of prayer and and just seeking God. And 
um, not necessarily even bringing things to him, but just being open. Like um, one of the things I said yesterday, and I think it was, it was a very, like it was a fleeting moment. I think when I said this and I was reflecting on it after I was like, man, if I'd have just said that more, you know, <laughs> if I'd have just said that for myself more. Yeah. Um, and I said, we come to you today, God, with empty hands so that you can hand us what we need to be holding. Mm. And I like that's all we tried to do yesterday is just clear our minds, clear our thoughts, come to God with emptiness and let him fill us up. Yeah. Um, and I think this is what we see Jesus doing over and over and over again. Yeah. So that's what, that's what we, that's what we chased after anyway. Yeah. Well, and, and, and as you said, you know, um, and and Lauren has said this on on several occasions as well. It's like these are the things that I'm learning. I'm not teaching you things yeah. that I'm just teaching you. It's it's these are the things that I'm being convicted of, and this is what I'm teaching. I'm I'm learning as I'm as I'm sharing the same things that I'm I'm learning. Right. And uh, and then to apply that, I always like to ask him. You know, so okay, what what do we do with this? How do we take this? Yeah. You know. Because we're not always going to be able to say, "All right, I'm going to go take the next hour and yeah. play a bunch of songs." No, and yeah, absolutely. Script out this thing, which is not what we're saying, you right? Know? But that I can get up in the morning, and, or or if I forgot, or I got busy right after, yeah. right, you know, right out of the gate, the sun didn't wake me up. My son woke me up, and so I didn't have yeah. time to do anything this morning. And so it's like later on, it's like, okay, what what do you got for me today? Yeah, I like that. I like that idea of of uh, okay, my hands are out. With empty hands, yep. I'm not showing you. Here's all the things that I'm bringing to the uh-huh, table. Uh-huh. It's the things that's like, okay, I got nothing. What do you have for me? Yeah. What are you trying to say to me? Um, so I think it's I think that's that's really good application. Well, and, so. and really, it's a picture of you know I was talking yesterday morning to our team before all this, <laughs> the great debacle uh, <laughs> happened. Um, but I was kind of talking with him, and I, this idea like sometimes we. We do the things we do, and we're constantly calling to God and going, hey, God, you're coming with me, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, come on, we're doing this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're asking me to bless the things that I have not put before you. Mm. You're you're running off that way, hoping that I will come follow you. And yeah. He's like, that's not where I'm at work. Yeah, I'm at work over here, and the invitation has always been there for you to join me. Yeah, And so if we can start with, what are you doing? Yeah, Where do you want me? Yeah. And I will go there. That's where we'll experience the blessing. That's where we're, we're, we will experience true life, life to its full, mm-hmm. fullest. And that's, to me, that's what that question, what do you want to say to me today? That, that's what it begins to orient our thoughts. It begins to change our perspective, to not try and invite God into the things we're doing, but to say, I'm accepting your invitation into what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm going there. Yeah. Well, we got to wrap up because you've got to get to class, and I'm not yeah. going to be the reason you're late. And uh, you know, it's 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 interesting to to end there. You know, as I'm I'm thinking about some of the things that we've got coming up to joining God where He is already working and in the things that He's already doing. Mm-hmm. And so we've mentioned this a couple of times that we've got a serve day that's coming up, and and we've got a couple of people that are working behind the scenes to put something together. But we're just going to go join in with some organizations around town that are already doing things that God has in front of them 
and we're just going to join the work of God and the things he's doing over there. Yeah. So, Tanner, thank you for being here. Thank you for um, uh, spending your morning with me, as I'm sure you have nothing else to do prior to <laughs> prior to class. And uh, so uh, go to your class. Thank you for being here. Um, as always, this is the E6 Podcast from Colonial. Um, you can get more information from about Colonial at colonialchurch.com or from our app in the App Store, the Google Play Store. Uh, give us your feedback. Tell us how you thought. Uh, what was you know? What did you enjoy this past weekend? Or or how is that a struggle? You know, send us your send us your feedback. Send us your questions. Podcast at colonialchurch.com. Um, Tanner, again, thanks for being here. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will pick up a conversation again next week, and we'll probably include Lauren. I don't know. We'll see.